My eating disorder started when I was about 14, or actually 13. It was kind of triggered off by puberty was a big trigger for me, like my changing body and getting my period and stuff. And I started to restrict my food and over-exercise just kind of as a means to like basically stop the puberty process. And I it worked and I got caught up in it and I developed like full-blown anorexia. I was diagnosed when I was 14. And then the next About nine years of my life were spent kind of cycling in and out of residential and inpatient and partial hospitalization programs. Um, And I started to really just develop an identity as this person with an eating disorder. And it was no longer about really my body or anything. It was about maintaining this identity that I just truly felt I was until last year when I came out to treatment in California and I was able to really work on that and I came to the realization that like, you know, I'm 23 and I'm doing the same thing I was doing when I was 14. Like it's time to like get it together and really realize, recognize what I want to do like because I don't want to be an anorexic patient for the rest of my life. I've really been in recovery for a year whereas the last nine years is just kind of a chronic cycle of eating disorder. Having had anorexia and um, being sick, it just, like, gave me, as twisted as it sounds, it gave me, like, a, a meaning in life and a purpose. I felt like I was always kind of not good enough. I was always, like, a decent student, a decent dancer, a decent friend, but it felt like with anorexia I really excelled, and I wanted to maintain that and also with my family it was a way to manipulate them I had them basically doing whatever I wanted them to do because they were so scared I was going to die so it was this very almost like sadistic way of living and also going to treatment centers was kind of an escape as helpful as they're meant to be and they are I mean they saved my life I didn't have to go to school. I didn't have to deal with, like, the typical teenage drama of things. I just went to the center where they fed me, and I didn't have to battle the thoughts so hard, and I was away from all the stresses of life. So I kind of wanted to stay in that. It got to this point that I lost everything, and I was no longer getting any of the secondary gains from the eating disorder anymore. And I just, like, vividly remember last, June sitting in my room and on like a Friday night and it was just dark and I had quit I had gotten a job at Starbucks and I had to quit it I wasn't able to do my schoolwork and all my friends were out and I just kind of somehow was like I need to get out of this like this isn't me like what have I been doing and I think once I realized that I literally had nothing else left and it was like I either had to make a choice of I was going to die or I had to do something different and I didn't want to die, so I chose something different. And then, you know, the challenges come up. You start to realize, like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm actually going to have to face life. Like, I'm actually going to have to go to school. I'm going to have to put myself in social situations that give me a lot of anxiety. And those are scary. And at those points, it's like, oh, maybe my eating disorder is better. But luckily, I was around people who were able to remind me of, like, 
okay, yeah, that might sound really comforting right now to go back to what's known, but, like, let's think about all the negatives that come along with that. And I think that was a huge thing. And it's still a huge thing for me today when I have hard days where it's just like, oh, I, you know, I'd like to just lose a little weight or, you know, if I just had like a little bit of my eating disorder, I'd be okay. I have to like go back in my journal to this list I have of like everything I lost to my eating disorder and realize that if I go back at all, it's just going to lead me back to that. It's really easy to forget how bad it gets. Things that definitely help me are staying in touch with others that are in recovery. Like I've been so lucky staying in the Malibu area where near where I went to treatment because I'm able to reach out to the girls there and, you know, get lunch with them. And it's like whenever I connect with somebody that I have has been through this process with me, it's like an automatic like recommitment to my recovery, I guess going back to the treatment center for groups and speaking to the girls or finding a girl that maybe has a similar story to me and sharing my story with her. That just gives me so much motivation to keep going because I don't want to let these people down. And I mean, I don't want to let myself down either, but sometimes the external can really keep you reminded. And then also just connecting with my family. My I had a niece who was born towards the end of my time in residential and just watching her grow and wanting to be there with her is huge. So I have her picture on my phone. So basically I see it a million times a day. Every time I check my phone is her face. And it's like, I just want to be there for her fully present. I don't ever want it to be where's Aunt Kelly or why is Aunt Kelly not eating birthday cake at my party? It's difficult at times to balance being a normal, quote-unquote, normal person and a person in recovery. Being at school, I told most people that I'm in recovery from an eating disorder. I'm pretty open about it, but most people don't really know what that means. And it can be really frustrating at times when, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, I can't wait until 9 o'clock to eat dinner. Like, that just doesn't work for me. Um, And you get kind of weird looks. And so it's this balance between, like, okay, well, I really want to be a normal college kid and I want to, you know, go out for drinks with friends and stuff, but I also need to remember that that doesn't actually work really well for me. And when I start doing that, that's when I start to slide back into my behaviors. So figuring out how to, like, explain that to people and how to balance the social life and recovery has been a huge challenge. And at times it has led me to have bad days. Like if I went out with some friends and we had a few drinks, it kind of turns on the eating disorder thoughts. And then the next day it's hard to get up and have breakfast and get back on the meal plan. And so I'm like, oh, I don't know if I really should be doing this. Um, But then if I don't do it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm sitting home alone on a Friday night. This feels like a year ago. So that's been really challenging. When I was in my eating disorder, I basically was worshiping my eating disorder. Whatever my eating disorder told me to do, I did, and it felt like that was the right thing. And if I didn't do that, I was, like, wrong. I was basically going to, like, eating disorder hell. And um, so having, like, my faith and believing in a higher power um, really was made me able to shift, like, what I was believing in and what I was putting value in. And so having something else outside of me to really be like, oh my gosh, somebody else like loves me and 
created me for a purpose and kept me here this long, I think that was a huge thing too, was oftentimes I would be so depressed and be like, I just want to die. And I don't doubt that there were points in my disorder that I could have died, but for some reason I didn't. And that really helped me to realize that I had bigger, I had a bigger purpose on this earth than to just not eat and be in treatment centers. And so that really pushed me to reconnect. And through that, I was able to create, like, meet a really great community of support um, and people that remind me that I'm loved no matter what happens, no matter what I do, when I make mistakes. There's somebody always there for me. And it's just really comforting because going into life for anybody, but especially when you're going into life without this, like, security blanket you've been carrying around for 10 years, it's really comforting to know that somebody somewhere in the universe has your back and no matter what, even in serious times, like you're going to get through it and you're going to be okay. It's not something that's fixed overnight or fixed in a treatment center. I think a lot of people get the idea that you go to a treatment center and you gain weight or you stop throwing up your food or you, you know, you stop going to the gym for four hours a day and you're fine. And it doesn't work that way. You know, I hope for everybody and I do believe that everybody at some point becomes recovered where they never have to struggle with it again. But that takes years. Yeah, you might look, like when people meet me today, they would have no idea I had an eating disorder. You know, we go out to dinner, I share dessert with them, I am very, like, I'm active and I'm going to school, but I still struggle and I'm by no means fixed. And I think there just needs to be more realization that this is an ongoing process similar to people that are in recovery from alcohol or drugs, like they continue to go to meetings 25 years, 30 years, and eating disorders are the same way. And I think that they need to be looked at that way. I believe that people struggle with this for many, many years, but they're constantly working towards recovery. I was told I was just like chronic and would be like going in and out of treatment centers for the rest of my life until I died. Well, if I'm chronic and I'm going to sit here and just be, you know, filled with thoughts every single day. Why why am I going to eat? Like, why am I going to put myself through that? It it didn't seem worth it. But then when I was told, like, no, there'll be a day when that's not there anymore, it makes it worth it. And when I came to treatment this time, I met all these people that were like, no, actually you can be recovered in the sense that you don't think about this every day. It's not a constant struggle. For me, hearing that and being told that my past, it didn't matter how many treatment centers I went to, you know, what I did in the past, I could still be recovered. That was huge. And that gave me so much hope. And it gave me a feeling of like, I can constantly be working and getting better. And I know for me, I'm like a goal-oriented person. So to know that there was a finish line somewhere and that I just had to keep every day chipping away and getting a little bit closer and a little bit closer to that recovered state was, like, huge for me. And I still fully believe in it. I'm not there, but I do believe that I will get there one day knowing that that's a possibility and meeting people that have gotten there really has pushed me to keep going. It's hard for me to say this, but, like, I do really value myself, and I think that that's been a huge change because when you value yourself, 
it no longer makes sense to harm yourself. Like, I do really value myself. Like, I think I'm an okay person. And um, and with valuing myself, I am able to value my relationships more and the things I'm doing more. Every, everything just feels more purposeful because because I value myself. So then when I value myself, it makes sense why I have relationships, why I'm in school, why I have close relationships with my family. Eating disorder or not, we grow up in a society that's like, you know, kind of always tells us we're not good enough and it's selfish to value yourself. But I know what I was doing when I wasn't valuing myself was 20 million times more selfish than anything I do today. Torturing my family by having them sit there and watch me die, like that's a million times more selfish than me just being like, no, actually I kind of like myself, so I'm going to take care of myself and I'm going to have friends and go to school because I deserve it. If somebody walked up to me and was like, I will give you $20 billion to go back to your eating disorder, I would just, I would walk away and laugh because I just, I couldn't. Life is too precious and too good to do that. So, and I know that everybody can get to that point. If I did, anybody can.